Act two of Measure for Measure by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act two, scene one. A hall in Angelo's house. Enter Angelo, Aeschylus, and a justice, provost, officers, and other attendants behind we must not make a scarecrow of the law setting it up to fear the birds of prey and let it keep one shape till custom make it their perch and not their terror ay but yet let us be keen and rather cut a little than fall and bruise to death alas this gentleman whom i would save had a most noble father let but your honour know whom i believe to be most straight in virtue that in the working of your own affections had time cohered with place or place with wishing or that the resolute acting of your blood could have attained the effect of your own purpose whether you had not some time in your life erred in this point which now you censure him and pulled the law upon you tis one thing to be tempted aeschylus another thing to fall i not deny the jury passing on the prisoner's life may in the sworn twelve have a thief or two guiltier than him they try what's open made to justice that justice seizes what know the laws that thieves do pass on thieves tis very pregnant the jewel that we find we stoop and take it because we see it but what we do not see we tread upon and never think of it you may not so extenuate his offence for i have had such faults but rather tell me when i that censure him do so offend let mine own judgment pattern out my death and nothing come impartial sir you must die be it as your wisdom will where is the provost here if it like your honour see that claudio be executed by nine to-morrow morning bring him his confessor let him be prepared for that's the utmost of his pilgrimage exit provost aeschylus aside well heaven forgive him and forgive us all some rise by sin and some by virtue fall some run from breaks of ice and answer none and some condemned for a fault alone enter elbow and officers with froth and pompey come bring them away if these be good people in a common wheel that do nothing but use their abuses in common houses i know no law bring them away how now sir what's your name and what's the matter if it please your honour i am the poor duke's constable and my name is elbow i do lean upon justice sir and do bring in here before your good honour two notorious benefactors benefactors well what benefactors are they are they not malefactors if it please your honour i know not well what they are but precise villains they are that i am sure of and void of all profanation in the world that good christians ought to have this comes of well here's a wise officer go to what quality are they of elbow is your name why dost thou not speak elbow he cannot sir he's out at elbow 
what are you sir he sir a tapster sir parcel bawd one that serves a bad woman whose house sir was as they say plucked down in the suburbs and now she professes a hothouse which i think is a very ill house too how know you that my wife sir whom i detest before heaven and your honour how thy wife ay sir whom i thank heaven is an honest woman dost thou detest her therefore i say sir i will detest myself also as well as she that this house if it be not a bawd's house it is pity of her life for it is a naughty house how dost thou know that constable marry sir by my wife who if she had been a woman cardinally given might have been accused in fornication adultery and all uncleanliness there by the woman's means ay sir by mistress overdone's means but as she spit in his face so she defied him sir if it please your honour this is not so prove it before these varlets here thou honourable man prove it do you hear how he misplaces sir she came in great with child and longing saving your honour's reverence for stewed prunes sir we had but two in the house which at that very distant time stood as it were in a fruit dish a dish of some threepence your honours has seen such dishes they are not china dishes but very good dishes go to go to no matter for the dish sir no indeed sir not of a pin you are therein in the right but to the point as i say this mistress elbow being as i say with child and being great bellied and longing as i said for prunes and having but two in the dish as i said master froth here this very man having eaten the rest as i said and as i say paying for them very honestly for as you know master froth i could not give you threepence again no indeed very well you being then if you be remembered cracking the stones of the foresaid prunes ay so i did indeed why very well i telling you then if you be remembered that such a one and such a one will pass cure of the thing you wot of unless they kept a very good diet as i told you oh this is true why very well then come you are a tedious fool to the purpose what was done to elbow's wife that he hath cause to complain of come me to what was done to her sir your honour cannot come to that yet no sir nor i mean it not sir but you shall come to it by your honour's leave and i beseech you look into master froth here sir a man of fourscore pound a year whose father died at hallamas it was not at hallamas master froth oh how indeed why very well i hope he'll be truth he sir sitting as i say in a lower chair sir it was in the bunch of graves where indeed you have a delight to sit have you not i have so because it's an open room and good for winter why very well then i hope here be truth oh, this will last at a night in russia when nights are longest there i'll take my leave and leave you to the hearing of the cause hoping you'll find good cause to whip them all i think no less
good morrow to your lordship exit angelo <sighs> now sir come on what was done to elbow's wife once more once sir there was nothing done to her once i beseech you sir ask him what this man did to my wife i beseech your honour ask me well sir what did this gentleman to her i beseech you sir look in this gentleman's face good master froth look upon his honour tis for good purpose doth your honour mark his face ay sir very well nay i beseech you mark it well well i do so doth your honour see any harm in his face why no i'll be supposed upon a book his face is the worst thing about him good then if his face be the worst thing about him how could master froth do the constable's wife any harm i will know that of your honour he's in the right constable what say you to it first edit like you the house is a respected house next this is a respected fellow and his mistress is a respected woman by his hand sir his wife is a more respected person than any of us all varlet thou liest thou liest wicked varlet the time is yet to come that she was ever respected with man woman or child sir she was respected with him before he married with her which is the wiser here justice or iniquity is this true oh thou caitiff oh thou varlet oh thou wicked hannibal i respected with her before i was married to her if ever i was respected with her or she with me let not your worship think me the poor duke's officer prove this thou wicked hannibal or i'll have mine action of battery on thee if he took you a box on the ear you might have your action of slander too marry i thank your good worship for it what is your worship's pleasure i shall do with this wicked caitiff truly officer because he hath some offences in him that thou wouldst discover if thou couldst let him continue in his courses till thou knowest what they are marry i thank your worship for it thou seest thou wicked varlet now what's come upon thee thou art to continue now thou varlet thou art to continue where were you born friend here in vienna sir are you of fourscore pounds a year yes and please you sir so what trade are you of sir a tapster a poor widow's tapster your mistress name mistress overdon hath she had any more than one husband nine sir overdone by the last nine come hither to me master froth master froth i would not have you acquainted with tapsters they will draw you master froth and you will hang them get you gone and let me hear no more of you i thank you worship for mine own part i never came into any room in a tap-house but i am drawn in well no more of it master froth farewell exit froth come you hither to me master tapster 
what's your name master tapster pompey what else bum sir troth and your bum is the greatest thing about you so that in the beastliest sense you are pompey the great pompey you are partly a bawd pompey howsoever you colour it in being a tapster are you not come tell me true it shall be the better for you surely sir i am a poor fellow that would live how would you live pompey by being a bawd what do you think of the trade pompey is it a lawful trade if the law would allow it sir but the law will not allow it pompey nor it shall not be allowed in vienna does your worship mean to gild and splay all the youth of the city no pompey truly sir in my poor opinion they will to it then if your worship will take order for the drabs and the knaves you need not fear the bards there are pretty orders beginning i can tell you it is but heading and hanging if you head and hang all that offend that way but for ten year together you'll be glad to give out a commission for more heads if this law holds in vienna ten year i'll rent the fairest house in it after threepence a bay if you live to see this come to pass say pompey told you so thank you good pompey and in requital of your prophecy hark you i advise you let me not find you before me again upon any complaint whatsoever no not for dwelling where you do if i do pompey i shall beat you to your tent and prove a shrewd caesar to you in plain dealing pompey i shall have you whipped so for this time pompey fare you well i thank your worship for your good counsel aside but i shall follow it as the flesh and fortune shall better determine whip me no no let carmen whip his jade the valiant heart is not whipped out of his trade exit come hither to me master elbow come hither master constable how long have you been in this place of constable seven year and a half sir i thought by your readiness in the office you had continued in it some time you say seven years together and a half sir alas it hath been great pains to you they do you wrong to put you so oft upon it are there not men in your ward sufficient to serve it faith sir few of any wit in such matters as they are chosen they are glad to choose me for them i do it for some piece of money and go through with all look you bring me in the names of some six or seven the most sufficient of your parish to your worship's house sir to my house fare you well exit elbow what's o'clock think you eleven sir i pray you home to dinner with me i humbly thank you it grieves me for the death of claudio <sighs> but there's no remedy lord angelo is severe it is but needful mercy is not itself that oft looks so pardon is still the nurse of second woe but yet poor claudio 
there is no remedy come sir exeunt scene two another room in the same enter provost and a servant he's hearing of a cause he will come straight i'll tell him of you pray you do exit servant i'll know his pleasure maybe he will relent alas he hath but as offended in a dream all sects all ages smack of this vice and he to die for it enter angelo now what's the matter provost is it your will claudio shall die to-morrow did not i tell thee yea hadst thou not order why dost thou ask again lest i might be too rash under your good correction i have seen when after execution judgment hath repented o'er his doom go to let that be mine do you your office or give up your place and you shall well be spared i crave your honour's pardon what shall be done sir with the groaning juliet she's very near her hour dispose of her to some more fitter place and that with speed re-enter servant here is the sister of the men condemned desires access to you hath he a sister ay my good lord a very virtuous maid and to be shortly of a sisterhood if not already well let her be admitted exit servant see you the fornicators be removed let have needful but not lavish means there shall be order for it enter isabella and lucio god save your honour stay a little while to isabella you're welcome what's your will i am a woeful suitor to your honour please but your honour hear me well what's your suit there is a vice that most i do abhor and most desire should meet the blow of justice for which i would not plead but that i must for which i must not plead but that i am at war twixt will and will not well the matter i have a brother is condemned to die i do beseech you let it be his fault and not my brother provost aside heaven give thee moving graces condemn the fault and not the actor of it why every fault's condemned ere it be done mine were the very cipher of a function to find the faults whose fine stands in record and let go by the actor oh just but severe law i had a brother then heaven keep your honour lucio aside to isabella gift not also to him again entreat him kneel down before him hang upon his gown you are too cold if you should need a pin you could not with more tamer tongue desire it to him i say must he needs die maiden no remedy yes i do think that you might pardon him and neither heaven nor man grieve at the mercy i will not do it but can you if you would look what i will not that i cannot do but might you do it and do the world no wrong if so your heart were touched with that remorse as mine is to him he sentenced tis too late lucio aside to isabella you are too cold too late why no i that do speak a word may call it back again well believe this 
no ceremony that to great ones longs not the king's crown nor the deputed sword the marshal's truncheon nor the judge's robe become them with one half so good a grace as mercy does if he had been as you and you as he you would have slipped like him but he like you would not have been so stern pray you be gone i would to heaven i had your potency and you were isabel should it then be thus no i would tell what were to be a judge and what a prisoner lucio aside to isabella ay touch him there's the vein your brother is a forfeit of the law and you but waste your words alas why all the souls that were were forfeit ones and he that might the vantage best have took found out the remedy how would you be if he which is the top of judgment should but judge you as you are oh think on that and mercy then will breathe within your lips like men new made be you content fair maid it is the law not i condemn your brother were he my kinsman brother or my son it should be thus with him he must die to-morrow to-morrow oh that sudden spare him spare him he's not prepared for death even for our kitchens we kill the fowl of season shall we serve heaven with less respect than we do minister to our gross selves good good my lord bethink you who is it that hath died for this offence there's many have committed it lucio aside to isabella ay well said the law hath not been dead though it hath slept those many had not dared to do that evil if the first that did the edict infringe had answered for his deed now tis awake takes note of what is done and like a prophet looks in a glass that shows what future evils either now or by remissness new conceived and so in progress to be hatched and born are now to have no successive degrees but ere they live to end yet show some pity i show it most of all when i show justice for then i pity those i do not know which a dismissed offence would after gall and do him right that answering one foul wrong lives not to act another be satisfied your brother dies to-morrow be content so you must be the first that gives this sentence and he that suffers oh it is excellent to have a giant's strength but it is tyrannous to use it like a giant lucio aside to isabella that's well said could great men thunder as jove himself does jove would never be quiet for every pelting petty officer would use his heaven for thunder nothing but thunder merciful heaven thou rather with thy sharp and sulphurous bolt splits the unwedgeable and gnarled oak than the soft myrtle but man proud man dressed in a little brief authority most ignorant of what he's most assured his glassy essence like an angry ape plays such fantastic tricks before high heaven as make the angels weep who with our spleens would all themselves laugh mortal 
lucio aside to isabella oh to him to him wench he will relent he's coming i perceive it provost aside pray heaven she win him we cannot weigh our brother with ourself great men may jest with saints tis wit in them but in the less foul profanation thou'rt the right girl more o that that in the captain's but a choleric word which in the soldier is flat blasphemy lucio aside to isabella art advised o that moraunt why do you put these sayings upon me because authority though it err like others hath yet a kind of medicine in itself that skins the vice o the top go to your bosom knock there and ask your heart what it doth know that's like my brother's fault if it confess a natural guiltiness such as is his let it not sound a thought upon your tongue against my brother's life angelo aside she speaks and tis such sense that my sense breeds with it fare you well gentle my lord turn back i will bethink me come again to-morrow hark how i'll bribe you good my lord turn back how bribe me i with such gifts that heaven shall share with you lucio aside to isabella you had marred all else not with fond shackles of the tested gold or stones whose rates are either rich or poor as fancy values them but with true prayers that shall be up at heaven and enter there ere sunrise prayers from preserved souls from fasting maids whose minds are dedicated to nothing temporal well come to me to-morrow lucio aside to isabella go to tis well away heaven keep your honour safe angelo aside amen for i am that way going to temptation where prayers cross at what hour to-morrow shall i attend your lordship at any time for noon save your honour exeunt isabella lucio and provost from thee even from thy virtue what's this what's this is this her fault or mine the tempter of the tempted who sins most ha! not she nor doth she tempt but it is i that lying by the violet in the sun do as the carrion does not as the flower corrupt with virtuous season can it be that modesty may more betray our sense than woman's lightness having waste ground enough shall we desire to raise a sanctuary and pitch our evils there fie 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 what dost thou or what art thou angelo dost thou desire her foully for those things that make her good oh, let her brother live thieves for their robbery have authority when judges steal themselves what do i love her that i desire to hear her speak again and feast upon her eyes what is thy dream on a cunning enemy that to catch a saint with saints dost bait thy hook 
most dangerous is that temptation that doth goad us on to sin in loving virtue never could the strumpet with all her double vigour art and nature once stir my temper but this virtuous maid subdues me quite ever till now when men were fond i smiled and wondered how exit scene three a room in a prison enter severally duke disguised as a friar and provost hail to you provost so i think you are i am the provost what's your will good friar bound by my charity and my blessed order i come to visit the afflicted spirits here in the prison do me the common right to let me see them and to make me know the nature of their crimes that i may minister to them accordingly i would do more than that if more were needful enter juliet look here comes one a gentlewoman of mine who falling in the flaws of her own youth hath blistered her report she is with child and he that got it sentenced a young man more fit to do another such offence than die for this when must he die as i do think to-morrow to juliet i have provided for you stay a while and you shall be conducted repent you fair one of the sin you carry i do and bear the shame most patiently i'll teach you how you shall arraign your conscience and try your penitence if it be sound or hollowly put on i'll gladly learn love you the man that wronged you yes as i love the woman that wronged him so then it seems your most offenceful act was mutually committed mutually then was your sin of heavier kind than his i do confess it and repent it father tis meet so daughter but lest you do repent as that the sin hath brought you to the shame which sorrow is always towards ourselves not heaven showing we would not spare heaven as we love it but as we stand in fear i do repent me as it is an evil and take the shame with joy there rest your partner as i hear must die to-morrow and i am going with instruction to him grace go with you benedicity exit <laughs> must i to-morrow oh injurious love that respites me alive whose very comfort is still a dying horror <laughs> tis pity of him exeunt scene four a room in angelo's house enter angelo when i would pray and think i think and pray to several subjects heaven hath my empty words whilst my invention hearing not my tongue anchors on isabel heaven in my mouth as if i did but only chew his name and in my heart the strong and swelling evil of my conception the state whereon i studied is like a good thing being often read grown feared and tedious yea my gravity wherein let no man hear me i take pride could i with boot change for an idle plume which the air beats for vain a place 
o form how often dost thou with thy case thy habit wrench all from fools and tie the wiser souls to thy false seeming blood thou art blood let's write good angel on the devil's horn tis not the devil's crest enter a servant how now who's there one isabel a sister desires access to you teach her the way oh heavens why does my blood thus muster to my heart making both it unable for itself and dispossessing all my other parts of necessary fitness so play the foolish throngs with one that swoons come all to help him and so stop the air by which he should revive and even so the general subject to a well-wished king quit their own part and in obsequious fondness crowd to his presence where their untaught love must needs appear offence enter isabella how now fair maid i am come to know your pleasure that you might know it would much and better please me than to demand what is your brother cannot live even so heaven keep your honour yet may he live a while and it may be as long as you or i yet he must die under your sentence yea when i beseech you that in his reprieve longer or shorter he may be so fitted that his soul sicken not ha fie these filthy vices it were as good to pardon him that hath from nature stolen a man already made as to remit their saucy sweetness that do coin heaven's image and stamps that are forbid tis all as easy falsely to take away a life true made as to put metal in restrained means to make a false one tis set down so in heaven but not in earth say you sir then i shall pose you quickly which had you rather that the most just law now took your brother's life or to redeem him give up your body to such sweet uncleanness as she that he hath stained sir believe this i had rather give my body than my soul i talk not of your soul our compelled sins stand more for number than for a count how say you nay i'll not warrant that for i can speak against the thing i say answer to this i now the voice of the recorded law pronounce a sentence on your brother's life might there not be a charity in sin to save this brother's life please you to do it i'll take it as a peril to my soul it is no sin at all but charity pleased you to do it at peril of your soul were equal poise of sin and charity that i do beg his life if it be sin heaven let me bear it you granting of my suit if that be sin i'll make it my morn prayer to have it added to the faults of mine and nothing of your answer nay but hear me your sense pursues not mine either you are ignorant or seem so craftily and that's not good let me be ignorant and in nothing good but graciously to know i am no better thus wisdom wishes to appear most bright when it doth tax itself 
as these black masks proclaim an enshield beauty ten times louder than beauty could displayed but mark me to be received plain i'll speak more gross your brother is to die so and his offence is so as it appears accountant to the law upon that pain true admit no other way to save his life as i subscribe not that nor any other but in the loss of question that you his sister finding yourself desired of such a person whose credit with the judge or own great place could fetch your brother from the manacles of the all-building law and that there were no earthly mean to save him but that either you must lay down the treasures of your body to this supposed or else to let him suffer what would you do as much for my poor brother as myself that is were i under the terms of death the impression of keen whips i'd wear as rubies and strip myself to death as to a bed that longing have been sick for ere i'd yield my body up to shame then must your brother die and were the cheaper way better it were a brother died at once than that a sister by redeeming him should die for ever were not you then as cruel as the sentence that you have slandered so ignominy in ransom and free pardon are of two houses lawful mercy is nothing kin to foul redemption you seemed of late to make the law a tyrant and rather prove the sliding of your brother a merriment than a vice oh pardon me my lord it oft falls out to have what we would have we speak not what we mean i something do excuse the thing i hate for his advantage that i dearly love we are all frail else let my brother die if not a fiodery but only he owe and succeed thy weakness nay women are frail too ay as the glasses where they view themselves which are as easy broke as they make forms women help heaven men their creation mar in profiting by them nay call us ten times frail for we are as soft as our complexions are and credulous to false prints i think it well and from this testimony of your own sex since i suppose we are made to be no stronger than faults may shake our frames let me be bold i do arrest your words be that you are that is a woman if you be more your none if you be one as you are well expressed by all external warrants show it now by putting on the destined livery i have no tongue but one gentle my lord let me entreat you speak the former language plainly conceive i love you my brother did love juliet and you tell me that he shall die for it he shall not isabel if you give me love i know your virtue has a license in it which seems a little fouler than it is to pluck on others believe me on my honour my words express my purpose <laughs> little honour to be much believed and most pernicious purpose seeming seeming i will proclaim thee angelo look for it sign me a present pardon for my brother or with an outstretched throat 
i'll tell the world aloud what man thou art who'll believe thee isabel my unsoiled name the austereness of my life my vouch against you and my place in the state will so your accusation overweigh that you shall stifle in your own report and smell of calumny i have begun and now i give my sensual race the rein fit thy consent to my sharp appetite lay by all nicety and prolixious blushes that banish what they sue for redeem thy brother by yielding up thy body to my will or else he must not only die the death for thy unkindness shall his death draw out to lingering sufferance. Answer me tomorrow, or by the affection that now guides me most, I'll prove a tyrant to him. As for you, say what you can. My false always your true. Exit. <sighs> to whom should I complain? Did I tell this, who would believe me? O oh, perilous mouth, that bear in them one and the selfsame tongue, either of condemnation or proof, bidding the law make curtsy to their will, hooking both right and wrong to the appetite to follow as it draws. <sighs> I'll to my brother, though he hath fallen by prompture of the blood, yet hath he in him such a mind of honour, that had he twenty heads to tender down on twenty bloody blocks, he'd yield them up before his sister should her body stoop to such abhorred pollution then isabel live chaste and brother die more than our brother is our chastity i'll tell him yet of angelo's request and fit his mind to death for his soul's rest exit End of act two.